Kenny. Hey, Coco. Welcome back. Welcome back. I guess I'm the one that came back. Yeah. Welcome back, Coco. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. It's so good to be back. Back in the office, back to work, back to reality. How has it been getting back into your daily normal routines? Um, I don't feel very situated yet because I came back two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not like... I still have, like, my full suitcase is still packed, you know? Oh, my gosh. And I just haven't had time yet to unpack it. Um, How long does it take you to normally unpack your suitcase? I'm actually one of those people that likes to unpack pretty quickly mm-hmm. after I get home because I want my stuff. <laughs> I, like, want my I want my clothes out of my bag. So I'm, yeah, I'm pretty quick. Usually you're packing the good stuff, right? Because you want to look good on your vacation. You're packing top tier first string yeah. clothing. Yeah. No bench warmers coming on no way. in this suitcase. Especially not your underwear. No. You're bringing your good underwear on vacay. You like know? also if anything. Like not, not sexy, but like sturdy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But if anything, like you're taking the underwear and washing that first. If you don't at least go in and get your undergarments. Yeah, thankfully I did like, because I was at my brother's house. I washed all my dirty clothes right before I left. So I only had my PJs from the night before and my outfit from the day before. And then my outfit I wore on the plane. And like, that's all I had that was (gasps) dirty. So everything was clean for my whole two week trip. That's amazing. I know. I was so happy. That's crazy. So really all I have to do is just put it away. Wow. That's blissful. That's the way to do it if you and yet can. I still haven't done it. I mean, I haven't had time, so. It's okay. You still have time. Yeah. It's not to that point where it's like crazy long yet. Yeah. I mean, it also just happens to be one of our busiest weeks at work, too. Mm, yeah. So it's just been like bop, 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 bop. It's like, welcome back. Here, you have to catch up. Plus, it's a little cray. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Okay. Well, what are we doing today? Today, we are giving advice. Probably unsolicited advice. The most unsolicited. (laughs) The most unsolicited. We felt, let's go ahead and grab some, what would you call it? Questions? Um, Some some qualms that people seem... Some qualms. Yeah, some qualms that people seem to be having, and we wanted to share our suggestions, our advice, and maybe it'll help people along the way. Yeah, you know, honestly, we are just so freaking busy right now, Mm -hmm. and we needed something that we could have fun with because we're both so mentally drained. We're Mm -hmm. like, let's just give some advice. So I pulled some, um, well, we pulled them together. We pulled a couple posts from the Reddit subgroup advice. It's literally just called advice. So people posted in there, and they were requesting advice, and here we are giving the requested advice. Here we are giving the advice. This is all the advice they need, truly. Truly, this is all the advice they need. And the answer is always break up with your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? (laughs) Most of the time. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see. Should we just jump right in? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so this one was posted 18 hours ago, which means it was posted within the last 24 hours-ish, right? Because Mm -hmm. we we, like collected these um, yesterday. So I'd say this is within the last 48 hours, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Hopefully they're listening. (laughs) All right. So this one is titled, is it appropriate to approach my gym crush? Mm. Mm. Right off the bat. I'm not sure. And you know, I, the first thing I thought was this was written by a female and I'm like, of course it is. Go nuts. But then I was thinking probably it's a man asking (laughs) and I was right. It's a man. Oh, okay. (laughs) So the um, post goes, I'm a 21 year old male 
and she looks like she's my age, maybe a year or two older, and she's a bit shorter than me. I've never talked to her. I see her two to three times a month. We both wear headphones all the time. Our gym is kind of big, but we often work out next to each other. Ooh. Ooh. I find her extremely cute and attractive. But I'm not sure if it's a good idea to ask her on a date because things can go wrong, and that's the only good gym we have in our city. Ooh. Yeah. Yikes. I'm a picky guy, so it's really rare that I find someone attractive, and I hate it when I don't do anything. But I'm not sure if I should do anything. Should I? And if so, how should I do it? Mm. So first, right off the bat, I know that he said that they usually work out, like, next to each other. And I just want to know, is that by coincidence? Or, like, is he, like, going to work out by her? Ooh, that's a hot take. Yeah. I just don't know how coincidental. He's like, he's like we always work out next to each other. It's like, is she working out and you're following her? Yes. Because mm-hmm, that's-, that's my question. Plus, I just feel that the gym is, it's a weird place and I wouldn't, I would feel weird if I'm getting trying to on. work out and then I'm getting mm-hmm. hit on at the gym. And I would say if it's something that you really want to go for, I think you would want to do it outside of the gym. Maybe it's at in the parking lot or maybe it's... It would follow her to her car? Well, that's weird, yes. But like, I don't <laughs> want you to be asking this girl out on a date while she's doing like squats. Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard because, you know, we preach... Going and do things you like doing. You'll meet people doing what you like to do. You like to work out. Maybe you'll meet someone at the gym. And then it's like you can't actually really hit on females at the gym because most of the time they don't want to be hit on Mm -mm. while they're working out. Like from someone who used to go to a public gym, now my apartment complex has my own gym, which I love because no one's ever there. Oh, that's blissful. But when I did go to like a public gym, you just kind of feel so insecure. Like I always feel like I'm being watched. Yes. Like, and I always feel like I'm doing something wrong and I'm just always on edge. Like, I I mean, like that kind of goes away once you start to get a little bit more comfortable going to the gym, but still you're kind of like, I'm focused on what I'm here to do. I want to get my workout done. I don't usually want to be interrupted while I'm working out because I'm trying to hit like my heart rate goals Mm -hmm. or I'm trying to hit like my, um, intervals like I'm trying to I'm you know I'm busy and you're focused I'm doing my thing yeah yeah so I understand not feeling like you can approach her because you kind of can't yeah like I used to work out in like the woman's center like they have in shape they would have like this is the woman's area for the women to work out at Mm -hmm. and that's where I would go because I would just feel very uncomfortable if someone was working out behind me for me it's a vulnerable place I don't look the best I'm sweating I'm putting in work. I don't also want someone to look at me in that type of way. And I don't want to be approached. Yeah, you don't want to be approached. And also, like, I'm sure this man who wrote this is a fine gentleman, sure. But there are creeps at the gym. Yes. There are some weirdos who will just stare at you and watch you do your squats. And I just feel so pervy. Although I will say, you know, that gym influencer, I think she also does gym shark, Whitney Simmons. Oh, yeah. She says that they were each other's gym crush and he had approached her at the gym. So, I mean, there is a way for you to do it, but I think it's not approaching asking for a date. I think you have to 
introduce yourself and make it a slower thing rather than you can't just jump to a date yeah you can't just say hey i've noticed you i think you're very great looking let me take you out i even think maybe it's like such a slow incorporation where like you come up to them one day and be like hey i saw you were using that equipment i've actually never used it and i was wondering if you could show me because how hot if a guy's asking me to show them how to do like an equipment i'm like oh my god but in my head i'm i'm already thinking you're a creep i know that you know what you're doing really yeah if it's like genuine if it's if someone's like trying to be genuine like hey i've actually never used that before and i was wondering if you could just like show me the basics of it like that's nice but also there's like this whole like rhetoric online about how women don't want to be hit on at the gym women don't want to be hit on at the grocery store women don't want to be hit on blah 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 and it's like there's a time and place for everything Mm -hmm. and depending on who that person is your own circumstance like it's really like case by case yeah and i will say most of the time women don't want to be hit on yeah which is true but like i feel bad for this guy like he does like her but i'm kind of like is she putting out that flirty energy you know if she's putting out that flirty energy like like i see you you see me you know Mm -hmm. there's just a vibe then yeah go for it go ahead and start doing like small like hit-ons small talking to's you know small talks I think at least just introducing yourself and just saying obviously if you guys are working out next to each other constantly you could say hi my name is xyz I noticed like just try to make it a be friendly and like she's also if you guys have been working out next to each other she's probably expecting you to hit on her soon true yeah like so the next time you see her and come up to her she's gonna be like oh here it is he's gonna ask me out on a date I don't even know if I want to go on a date with him if it's not like she's like super flirty you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so maybe even go like hey you know I've seen you around and I was wondering if you could be my spot you know yeah my name is blah blah I come usually around this time and my friend can't be my spot a lot of times so I have to do easier workouts but I see you're here usually the same time I am like it'd be great if we could be each other's spots yeah kind of have to go at this one slow and steady especially if you're in a small city and this that's one's very delicate gym is very delicate so yeah. you have to be very delicate in your approach and your execution and but I am saying like I do think that you should go for it mm-hmm. you just have to be very smart about how you're gonna go for it yeah there is an edit do you want to know what the edit is oh yes he said did he some of you bullied me oh some of you encouraged me oh that'd be us yeah (laughs) but i've seen enough reasonable comments saying why i shouldn't approach her it's decided I'll pretend she doesn't exist. Oh, that's kind I of a bummer. Because I feel like you can do it in a genuinely nice, non-creepy, healthy way. Yeah. You don't have to pretend she doesn't exist because, I mean, like, that's weirder. I feel like if I know a guy's been staring at me a bunch and I know he's into me and then he just starts pretending I don't exist, I'm like, okay, screw you too. Like, whatever. I thought we could be, at least be nice to one another. Like, But I also wonder if this is the only good gym, right, in mm-hmm. your city. The city must be small. So maybe see you see town. her around town and that's a much better way to approach. Like, yeah. So I mean, that would shop? be kind of creepy if you're like, hey, I see you at the gym. But if a guy has like some kind of like suave to them, if you see me in a coffee shop, you can make some joke about the Splenda. I, I don't know, some some coffee pun. And or like come up to me like like something about coffee and then be like, hi, I'm actually blah, blah. And, you know, do you actually go to my gym? And yeah. then that's your entry You look point. really familiar. Yeah. Do you work out at blah, blah, blah? Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, an easy starter. But, I mean, shoot your shot. It just depends when and where. And you have to be strategic. 
I feel smooth. so bad for this guy. I know. I don't want him to pretend like she doesn't exist. Do you want to hear the top comment? Is it mean? I haven't read it yet. Okay, yeah. Okay. I used to work at a gym. This would happen a lot. It never ended up working out well. Usually it would end in a quick rejection and the woman looking like she feels awkward. Sometimes the women left. On rare occasions, I've had to tell people to stop bothering other patrons. If there's headphones involved, I'd refrain from approaching, especially if you don't want to ruin the only good gym in the area for you. I've seen people strike up conversations naturally while waiting to use machines but typically I vibed that they both just wanted to be friendly as opposed to find their next hookup believe it or not most do not go to the gym in hopes of being approached with 460 upvotes Mm. I don't know I kind of disagree with that I understand where they're coming from because they're probably seeing it where a guy is just like hey you're hot let me get your number. Yeah. Where we're saying, like, if you genuinely think you would have a connection with this person, like, approach them in a, in a kind, you know, genuine way. Yeah. But I do think maybe outside of gym is better. Yeah. I think I, I always just have a qualm because I hate that. You know, one time I was 16 and I got hit on at the gym by some man who had monster tattoos on both of his calves. Like the drink? Yes. And he was not, like, understanding. It was a no. It was like, can I get your number? No. Well, can you take mine? Mm, sorry, I don't have my phone. I can't take your number. Well, it's really easy to remember. Mm, I don't remember easily. But well, it's here's like, my number. that's a creep. Exactly. And so it's gym. like, mm-hmm. so I think that is something where I'm like, no, don't hit on the girls. And then also it's just a vulnerable place for me, especially like, you know, when I'm working out my body. I just feel bad. But I again, yeah, I think not everybody is the creepy monster man. Yeah. So. If you're a nice, kind human yes. being. And obviously, like, you care enough to ask a community how to do this in a nice way. Yeah. So you're not a creep because a creep would just walk up and start being like, well, give me your true. number. True. Very true. Okay. All right. I think that one's done. Let's yeah, go to the yeah. next one. Okay. Good luck to that man. Good luck. I hope you see her around town at least. I know. Me too. Okay. This one is just a title. It doesn't have any body context. My Tinder match filmed our one night stand and posted <gasps> it to her OnlyFans without telling me. What should I do? No. My first thought was this might be a hetero relationship you know, hookup situation, but I'm like, what if it's girl on girl? That's even more disrespectful. Well, I think any of it is disrespectful. Well, I think one. Well, it has to be at least one female in this match. Yeah. Yeah. So first question is, did you know that she had an an OnlyFans? Yeah. How'd you find out? Like, how did you find out? Mm -hmm. Because only her fans could see the content. Yeah. So So were you you a subscriber (laughs) to her OnlyFans? How did you see it? Yeah. And then it's like, if you knew that she had an OnlyFans and that she was recording this. Oh, for people who don't know what OnlyFans is, an OnlyFans is a website that has really grown in popularity with sex workers where it's now more female driven. It kind of gives the power back to the woman when it comes to sex work and pornography. I can see that. Because now they're able to control what they put out there. They're able to control their audience. They're able to control who sees it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I actually do think it's a pretty good way for women to take back the control from the pornography industry mm-hmm. so only fan, but it, it wasn't it wasn't created just for that I'm gonna be honest I don't know much about OnlyFans other than I know it's a site that like you know subscribers pay to mm-hmm. see you know whether that's they really like this influencer this like porn star or whoever yeah. the goal I think initially for OnlyFans was for it to be more like Patreon Mm, yeah okay but now it's just turned into more of like a pornography hub yeah yeah anyway so yeah it's like did you know that this girl had an OnlyFans and if so you were okay obviously with filming this one night stand did you like not 
ask what she was doing with this, but also like, are you not vocalizing? What's throwing me off is like, it's a one night stand. How did you know they had an OnlyFans? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm wondering. Like you guys met on Tinder. Was that just in like your conversation? Like, oh yeah, I have an OnlyFans. Like she's, maybe she is just so open about it, but to be so open, I would think then she'd also be like, oh, I'm going to post this, you know? And don't you need consent like to post oh, 100% it? you need consent. 100%. Like I would think no matter what, she would have had to get this person's consent to post it onto her OnlyFans. So the like, what should I do? The advice I would give them is politely ask them to take it down. And if they say no, get legal action involved. But are they mad that they want it taken down or do they want to cut of the OnlyFans? Oh, T. Um, it just says my Tinder match filmed our one night stand and posted it to her OnlyFans without telling me what should I do. It doesn't say I'm mad that they're earning money without me, without my consent. I mean, I think as a woman, we take it as like a violation, but maybe as a man, they would see that as you're making a profit off of me. But it could be violation for the men too. Well, that's true. You never know. No, you're right. You're right. But I think like as a woman, we're violated more. Yeah. Like I would think of that more as a violation rather than like, how much money are they getting? I would think of it initially as a violation of privacy for a woman. And then a man would think of it as a violation for making money off of them that they did not consent to. More so than like they're just their privacy. True. But it could be wrong. I mean, men, all men are different. Yes. For the most part, with a lot of similarities throughout all of them. But because I think, of course, like you never know how they are, especially feel about their intimate self, especially when they're doing intimate things with a woman or whatever. So we don't know. But I think obviously you went on a date. So reach out and say, hey, really fun night, but. Uh, it's on your OnlyFans. Just how do they know it's on the OnlyFans? That's where I'm like, was it, did a friend send it to you? Like, I think that they had to know. I wonder if it's, you know, like, here's my link in bio, OnlyFans.com slash. Oh, maybe she's like, I'm going to use Tinder as a way to get more people to subscribe to my OnlyFans. Totally. Okay. But which means that this person had to have gone on mm-hmm. and I'm assuming Paid. you had to pay to see the content Mm -hmm. or do you think maybe somebody reached out and was like hey i subscribed to this woman's OnlyFans and i saw you yeah i don't know which would be i would lose my mind i would freak out but i think you have to reach out to this person and figure out like you know you have to tell them if it's okay and not okay and if it's not okay like you do not want this up there then they need to take it down whether that's them taking it down or you have to report it or whatnot but and they have really good grounds for suing like they really do like for suing of all the income they earned from it yeah all the potential income they could have earned from it and then all the distress that it caused this individual like they had really good grounds for winning a suit like that person could go bankrupt yeah and never be able to work on OnlyFans again be banned to reach out yeah you need to reach out you need to reach out on this you need to reach out my friend Alrighty, let's go to the next one Good luck to that person. Good luck. So this one was posted three hours ago, which means it was literally posted yesterday. Oh. Okay. The title goes, did I make a big mistake? Mm. I'm a 31 male, and my whole adult life, I was a chef. As a kid, I grew up realizing I had a talent for it. I went to culinary school and was best in my class, joined the industry and did well, moving up to sous chef by the age of 27. Woo, good job. That's hard to do. 
But around the time the pandemic happened, my passion had run dry. I resented work and absolutely hated going there. My work conditions were terrible in industry with cooks and chefs being treated like garbage. I was sick of working 14 to 18 hour days, six days a week for 40K a year. Where are you working? I'm sorry. I was tired of sitting on a milk crate eating dinner in the brief two minute break we got. I was tired of going home at one in the morning. So when the pandemic happened, I joined a one year program at a very renowned school for a video game design. Hmm. Okay. Something that I have always been truly passionate about. I worked hard for that year and did quite well in school. Having graduated, I have tried looking for a job but have had no luck. Despite having a degree and an actual game I made as a final project, breaking into this industry is proving extremely difficult. Did I make a mistake thinking I could switch careers? Should I give up and go back to kitchens where I know I have a talent, skill, and experience despite the fact I hate my job? Oh rough okay there's a very logical answer to this so I think one it's great like you you have the passion for cooking you were a chef you have all of the skills and whatnot I think you continue to keep those skills going but I think it's great that you took a chance on yourself and put yourself into a different you understood that that wasn't making you happy being a chef and you wanted to try something else so for sure like go ahead and try that But you do have something to fall back on Mm -hmm. if something, you know, goes awry. But, I mean, you're 31. We previously talked about a quarter-life crisis. Now's the time to take risks. Mm -hmm. And you took that risk. And it just... And it also feels like you only did it for one year. Like, you only have been trying. I mean, let's Mm -hmm. say you did the program one year and you've been trying for, like, I don't know, six months, okay? That's not a lot of time to be trying to get a job out of a program. No. Plus, I mean, you... That's not a lot of time to try to work on your passion. Like, that's... That's very brief. You're just going to give up that quickly? And I don't know if it's necessarily his passion because he, his passion was cooking since he was a young... No, he said, renowned school for video game design, something that I've always been truly passionate about. Oh, always. Mm-hmm. So you've always been passionate about video games and being a chef. And he was never passionate about being a chef. I thought he said when he was growing up. He realized he had a talent for it. Oh, just a talent, never a passion. Yeah. It's like how I have a talent for drawing, but my passion is somewhere else. Got you. Mm -hmm. So then... And also, I did study 3D animation and my friends and like, you know, peers did go into the gaming industry. And my mom did work for Electronic Arts. So I do have kind of a more insightful look into this. And it is a hard, it's a very hard industry to break into because if you think about it, it's, it's like Hollywood. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like it is the gaming industry, which is huge. It's huge. It's very big. You know, you have the top people working. You have the top, like, it's also very saturated, especially right now. It's very saturated, but it's also everyone's competing for one another with the saturation Mm -hmm. and also like they want the best of the best because they're constantly competing with one another. They want the best of the best workers, the best of the best animators, best of the best like story artists, like everything. Yeah. So it is a very hard industry to break into. And I did go to school for it. And I have a lot of friends who are currently working in the industry. And it's because of the connections they made while in school. Like I went to like a formal four year long university undergrad degree for 3D animation. um, And the school also had game design. Mm hmm. And they had a hard time getting a job out of college unless they had connections that they made while in college, like an internship or um, one of their teachers thought they were really outstanding and they had a friend who put them in connection with another friend who then was able to say like, hey, you can put my name on a resume, like something like that, where it's like, yeah, it's all about networking. And my friends who have actually made it really successful are the ones who started networking freshman year. So they started networking at the very beginning of their career. So they spent four years building and Mm -hmm. still had a rough time 
getting yeah. a job after. But then once they did, like now they're doing good. So what's your advice for him? Him specifically with his situation. Because he is done with the program, right? He's done so with the it's... one year program. And he's like, despite having a degree and an actual game I made, it's like, okay, you made a game. Is it good? <laughs> I'm sorry. But like, like my school was like, they were ball busters. Okay. Like they were like, they're not going to give you an A unless you made a Unless that student would be hireable from that moment, they're not going to give you an A. Does that Interesting. make sense? So tough crowd. <laughs> it was it was like a really competitive experience going to school there because everyone's like, I want to be the best because I want an yeah. A. And then also it was really frustrating while I was in the program. But like now in hindsight, I see where they're coming from because they were like, you're going to have such a strong portfolio if you're constantly trying to achieve an A. Yeah, so, for sure. And you only did one year. You know how many freaking animations I made? How many short stories? How many things I made when I was out of school? I have a full portfolio and I didn't even graduate. You have one game. I'm sorry, but that's not enough to get a job. I'm sorry. You're being a little... Well, I think you're just being a little, you know, la la lands like you're not thinking realistically like you need to what you need to do is go back to being a chef for a little bit. Like you need to just have that be you don't quit your day job. Never quit your day job when you're pursuing mm-hmm. your passion. So I would really suggest trying to get into corporate catering and be a chef for that because that has more flexible hours. It's corporate. So people are working nine to five. Like, yeah, it's it's easier to be able to moonlight your hobby and like your dream. It's easier to moonlight your dream when you have a solid nine to five. So if you get a really good chef job at whatever corporate company is nearby. Very true. Then you have more time to be able to work on what you actually want to do, which is building your portfolio. I would say, why are you even applying to places? You only have one game. Why don't you have characters? Where is your stories? Where are your backgrounds? Like you need to show everything that you can do that you actually would want to work on because like I would never want to design cars. So I'm never going to put my car designs, which I did do because I had to for school. I'm never going to put that in my portfolio because I don't want to do that for a profession. True. And I also think too, yes, this is your passion. You do have a great skill that you can lean on right during this time. But if you can't network, you have to be okay with starting out very small as an intern because you do not have any network you have to build those relationships also like it would be great if you were an intern at a place that you wanted to move up in and then you continue to get those resources gain the knowledge gain the training that they have available because I mean that's how you're gonna get the best bang for your buck right now I'm gonna give him some tough love (laughs) you need to stop being so unrealistic you need to put your nose to the pavement and you need to get back to work being a chef so you can pay the bills while then you're doing more courses you're creating your portfolio you're Mm -hmm. doing online networking events we are in the era of zoom where you can do anything from anywhere there can be a video game expo in Italy and you can go to it via zoom so why are you not signing up for these things why are you giving up after after let's give him the grace period of a year and six months. That is not enough time to just be giving up on what you say is your true passion. Yeah, if it's your true passion, you're going to have to kind of balance it right now until you're where you want to be. But yes, don't give up on your day job, but also don't just give up on your passion and go straight back to being a chef. You have you have to sit this one through. You have to, yeah, you have to ride the wave. Babe. You have to ride the wave here. Yeah, and like the fact where it says... It doesn't matter if you have a degree and a game already made. It's like, okay. So does everyone and their mom. Yeah, especially right now, I feel like it is such a sad... Like everybody wants to be in that 
field, right? Like everybody wants to be in coding or computer programming or this and that because, I mean, that's the way of the future, right? And that's where the money is, right? So like people are going where the money is. It's the gold rush. This is the modern day gold rush. And you're just trying to fight to get your own little digging hole where you can get your own little nugget of gold and you're going to give up when you just got there. Yeah. No, you're going to fight. The people that are going to make it are the ones that stay. Mm -hmm. The very end line of like, should I give up and go back to kitchens where I know I have talent, skill and experience, despite the fact that I hate my job. We all hate our jobs. No one actually likes to work. (laughs) Okay. I don't mind my job. I actually like my job. (laughs) But like the fact that like he's, he's like, despite the fact that I hate my job and it's like, okay, you hate being a chef now. Just do some quiet quitting. You show up, you do your work, you leave. You're not invested. Yeah. You are here because it can pay the bill. 40K a year. I don't know where you live. You know, 40K though is... It's low. Very low. It's low. But like if they're living in Iowa, 40K will take you far. And also corporate catering pays double. I'm sorry, but it does. And if you're a sous chef, you should be making close to 80K. Yeah, I think also too, for sure, continue going to your passion. But at the same time, it's like, do you hate your job or do you hate the place that you work? Also, have you tried like um, being a charter chef? That seems like a lot of fun. Oh my God. Below Deck, that seems <laughs> Too much Below Deck. Like a lot of fun. So try that. But sometimes you have to like, just stick stick with the bullshit basically just stick stick it out until you are at a place where you want to be I mean I worked in a place way longer than I ever wanted to work there but I knew that I needed to to get to where I wanted to be now so nothing is quick in life okay the average salary for a sous chef working corporate catering in Silicon Valley is 65,000 a year and that's average so if you're as good as you say you are you can probably get a higher Only salary 65 in Silicon Valley that but is that's very like low. average like the high is 150 that's an that would at least let you live in Silicon Valley okay when 65? I worked when I worked at one of the largest tech companies in Silicon Valley I made fifty thousand dollars a year no, that's very low for what I know, and I did the for most. Who work. you were working for, as well as the job you were doing. I think in exactly. Silicon Valley. Yes, that makes me very upset. How do you think I felt? <laughs> honestly, why do you think I quit? <laughs> very upset because I'm like, I feel like that would be minimum in like the Central Valley and Silicon Valley. Well, that's is why... at a higher pay rate. Because of cost of living, because of that. Like, I mean, San Francisco is... Well, that's why people commute so much. Because they're still getting paid horribly. That's wild. So I understand why you hate your job, sir. <laughs> um, but you're going to have to just yeah, hold your job on to sucks. this wave. I'm sorry, it does. Like, that is a hard career to be. If you're not passionate about being a chef and you're not trying to, like, have your own restaurant one day, then working, like, a regular restaurant job as a sous chef is a very difficult job. I'm not going to deny your struggles because you are having major struggles. Can you switch to being a waiter? Do they make 40000 I would say maybe thirty, but you're going to take home way more tips. I don't think chefs get tips. At least you're know. making a little something extra. There's just so many other ways to be making money, too. Like, while you're being a waiter, you get demoted from sous chef to waiter you can be then starting a youtube channel where you're making games on a youtube channel that's another stream of revenue for you and then also Mm. building your portfolio at the same time yeah there's just so many more options than just quitting why is that your first go-to if that's your first go-to is just to quit you'll never make it very true i'm sorry i'll get off my little soapbox here (laughs) 
<laughs> I just got very passionate and I was not expecting that. Okay. No, I'm really, I really like that he's taking chances and risks while he's still only 31. And again, if this is your passion, then continue going for it and fighting for it. You can't just give up on that, but at least you have something to fall back on or something to carry you through this hard time, hard wave. It looks Keep like going. the top comment is, if it were me, I'd do the chef job to pay the bills while continuing continuing to try and break into the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Won't happen overnight, but you still have a shot. I hope you can find a better gig with the better pay and less hours. Perfect. I agree. Perfectly said. Yeah. Top commenter. Perfect. And realize you're trying to break into one of the hardest industries Mm -hmm. because being a chef is fairly easy. Is it? To break into that industry. Oh. (laughs) To break into the restaurant industry. (laughs) To break into the cooking industry. That's much easier. For sure. And just because you have a degree does not mean anything in today's world. And it's not even a real degree. It's a one-year certificate. Oh, yeah. It's not a degree. It's a certification. Maybe you should check out (laughs) online school and do that. (laughs) That's kind of annoying. He says, like, despite having a degree. As someone who went to school for longer than you and does not have a degree in 3D animation with a bigger portfolio, it's like, you don't have a degree, though. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Next one. Sorry. Sorry, sir. Sorry, 31 male. I don't feel bad. Goldie is hard. Okay, that's some tough love. Like sometimes you need a slap in the face with some reality. Oh, and that she was said it. what he needed. There's your reality. Reality check, babes. Okay, I've been saying babes a lot. I need to cut that one out. Mm-mm. Reality check. Okay, next one. This one was posted 27 minutes ago, so that was yesterday <gasps> as well. It's titled "I don't know what to do anymore." Me either. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My life feels so empty. Oh. <laughs> Well, everyone goes out with their friends and has fun. I work all day, and on my days off, I just sit at home doing nothing. I feel alone. I have a small friend group, but they don't live close to me, so we rarely meet up. I hate my daily routine, and I barely get any sleep, which has an impact on my performance at work. Three months ago, I had a bad heartbreak. Oh, oh that's I even worse. So bad. Okay. And it still haunts me to this day. It gets even worse. I don't want to pay for therapy. We have a podcast for you. <laughs> we, we got something for you, girl. Is it a girl? It uh, doesn't say. Okay, we got something for you. And I have no one to talk to about this, so I'm just making a Reddit post, which is kind of sad to me. The only thing I do at night is go to a bar and drink alone, <sighs> but sometimes with a friend. And during daytime, I'm bored and think of all my failures and insecurities and Fs with me. Oh. Thanks for reading this. I just had to get it off me. Oh. I feel bad for this person. But I'm also kind of like happy and impressed for them. Like the fact that they go to the bar alone, like I could never. I feel like I would be a hermit just in my house being so sad. So at least you're going out and somewhat putting yourself out there. I thought that was the saddest part of the whole thing. I mean, yes, (laughs) yes. but You're like, good for you. But at least, like, okay, you're bored on a Saturday night and you're doing something. Giving praise for the saddest thing in the whole post. (laughs) Well, I'm saying, like, the only way that you're going to go out and make friends, right, is if you go to these places. So, yeah, it's sad to go alone. But, again, I could never. I think that this is a great chance. They just went through a heartbreak, right? So it's kind of like finding yourself again, like what truly makes you happy and trying to figure, figure that out, you know, like, do you, do you like to go on hikes? Like maybe you start looking at different hikes, like start learning how to be okay with just yourself in a sense. 
cats. Maybe get a dog. Do you like dogs? I don't know. But that'll make you get out of bed in the morning because they need to go out. True. They'll make you go on walks. They'll make you go on hikes because they need exercise. (laughs) True. I think going out to the bar alone is pretty sad. I mean, also sometimes with a friend. Who's this friend? Is this a real friend? Because you're saying your actual friends don't live close. Is this an Aquarius rising? I'm just saying. <laughs> but I understand, um, like, when you start to go through the, the motions of your routines, like, it just feels, like, bleh, you know? It's, I do the same thing every single day and every single night, and I can I could definitely see you just getting lost in the wheel of life, especially if you're doing it alone. But I think put yourself out there a little bit. Start doing things that you truly like to do. Do you like to paint? Why don't you go to this paint and sip class? And, like... Your friends don't live close to you, so why don't you reach out to them and just say, like, hey, I'm struggling right now, and I was actually hoping that I could take a trip out to see you, and Mm -hmm. we can just hang out, and we can, you know, chat, and we can, you know, be able to, um, I just, I feel like, you know, like, go out, like, go out and see your friends, like, if they're super far away, maybe make it like a full trip, like make it like a vacation, like do something bigger to go see them. But regardless, definitely reach out to them and say, hey, I'm struggling right now. And I would love it if we could just hop on a call or just just talk. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't forget about your friends, even if they're far. It's like they're just a call away. They're a FaceTime away. Like if you need somebody to talk to or if you just want to catch up, give them a call. I always felt like such a burden. And I remember when I had a therapist back when I could afford one, um, when I did have a therapist, you know, she was actually free. I don't think I ever mentioned that. She was (laughs) fully free. (laughs) (laughs) But um, back when I did have a therapist, I felt so lonely all the time and I was really in a bad place. And she was telling me like, well, why don't you talk to your friends? Like reach that, reach out to them. Like, and I was like, I know like logically, like I could, like, I know I could tell them like, Hey, could we do something? Because I haven't been feeling great lately, but I felt like such a burden. And that was always my like deterrent from actually asking them to like talk to me or anything or like hang out with me or whatever because I was like I just felt like a burden like I didn't want to like put that on them but then recently hindsight's 2020 I'm starting to see that those aren't good enough friends because yes I had my own issues but also now I don't think I would ever feel that way with my friends that I have now yeah no I I feel you too because Like those friends enabled that feeling. Like I already had that feeling, but then who they were, like they were already not great friends. Mm -hmm. So who they were just made me like feel that 20 times more than I would. For sure. It was already an insecurity. It was just magnified. Well, yeah. And I think that's me is it's my insecurity to like kind of let people... If I feel that I'm quote unquote weak or something is going on, right? I'm not one who's just going to say, hey, this is what's going on. And it could just be one, I don't want to be a burden. Two, it's like, is it embarrassing? Like, why do I feel that way? You know? And it was just me kind of beating up myself. So I think, yeah, if these are good friends, that shouldn't matter. Because then I think on the flip side, I had a friend that came to me and said that I'm not going to, I'm not going to treat them any different. Like, ugh, this person is such a burden or like that's embarrassing for them, you know? So you kind of got to, you got to reach out. But I think also start trying different things, things that maybe you wanted to try and do. You want to do Pilates, you want to do painting, 
painting, you want to just explore your town a little bit more, like try to do stuff that'll make you happy. Yeah. And one of the comments, there's only like four comments because this was such a new post. Mm -hmm. One of the comments says, do you have a Facebook? There are tons of groups that you can find local to you for different hobbies and interests that plan meetups and events. That could be an option to get to do bigger variety of things. Exactly. Yeah. And I think like also to like help pull yourself out of a funk is finding something that makes you excited to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. Like I'm excited to record my podcast. I'm excited to walk my dog. I'm excited to see my coworkers. I'm excited to, you know, do whatever. And maybe switch up your routine as well. Like if, if you're in the same mundane routine, maybe it's like, okay, when I wake up, I want to do this to get my day started. Whether that's maybe you're taking showers in the morning now, or maybe you're doing a YouTube yoga thing to like really get you energized. Like do something that's going to help you want to wake up in the morning. Maybe at your lunchtime at work, you're like leaving the office and going for a walk, like change up some things to maybe bring some light into your days. Do you really love food and you haven't been cooking? Like try new recipes from like your favorite restaurant, like something, the best breakfast you've ever had, like make that every single morning. Yeah. Do what will make you want to get out of bed. Mm Mm-hmm. Like will doing... make you want to have a good routine. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And also, I don't know how long this relationship was, but if you're still in the same routine that you were in when you were in this relationship, you just don't have that person anymore. You definitely need to switch up your routines because mm-hmm. then that's just going to cause an extra level of sadness. But this is also fresh. So it's honestly yeah. okay for you to be feeling this way. Like I definitely understand. You're just kind of going through a period of time but we don't want you to get lost in this period of time and it's easy to get lost in it and especially like if you kind of feel like you have no one to talk to you kind of fall into a pity party you're kind Mm -hmm. of like oh woe is me I have no one to talk to about my problems I have so many problems it's gonna be okay do stuff that makes you happy also journaling is genuinely such an outlet like it feels like you talk to someone yeah like write a letter to yourself or to like pretend you have a therapist give her a name Diana, that was my therapist name. <laughs> Dear Diana, I have been feeling awful, and here's why. Yeah, let it all out. And then don't send it because you have a fake therapist. You could even burn it and like try to release that. Mm-hmm. You know, like write everything out that you need to get out and then burn it, release it mm-hmm. into the air and let it go. Yeah, I love that. That's nice. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Good luck. Good luck to you, anonymous user. Okay, we have two more, but I think we should only do one, so you get to pick. <sighs> so here's the title for one of them. How do you deal with someone dear to you getting upset over your achievements? Mm. Or, I'm 19 male, and I've had anger problems my whole life. I'm slowly developing violent fantasies, Ew. as well as a desire to completely abandon thinking logically and begin attacking people physically just for saying things I don't like. Why do I feel this way, and how can I make it stop? Those are the two titles. <laughs> so which Ew, one? I'm literally so concerned for the last person. I don't know if I really want to get into that because I don't think we can give them any advice or suggestions. They truly need to see somebody. Yeah. This like, podcast is not for them. Like I, I understand yeah. you might not be able to afford therapy, but you need to fi- figure that out. You need out. medical attention. You really need medical attention. Mm-hmm. You're you literally turning into a psychopath or something. And I'm, I'm worried for the people around you right now. Maybe not psychopath. Um, you're literally turning into a serial killer literally turning into a serial killer and i'm really worried about the people who are around you right now so um let's go with the other one because that is just a little dark okay but just from the title um 
good luck. <laughs> good luck, but please, you need to go talk to somebody. Because you really do. I don't think that those are normal thoughts right now. And I don't want you mm-hmm. to not those see somebody. Those are what somebody, we call intrusive thoughts. Yeah, and I don't want you to not see somebody and then you do do something wild and crazy and you ruined your life forever. So please go see somebody. Okay, the other one. How do you deal with someone dear to you getting upset over your achievements? So I have a girlfriend. We're dating for a little less than a year. We met in school and I was in 11th grade. I think it's senior in the American system. Okay, so they're not American. Okay. And she was in 10th. I managed to get so wait. That means they're your American. They, she would be a junior, and they would be a senior. Mm-hmm. Okay. I managed to get in one of my best universities in our country for free, and I also passed my final exams very, very well, all ninety plus with ninety eight in math, which is pretty important for her since we both went to a math oriented school. She's a very competitive person. Also, wait, what's ninety plus on exams? Does that just mean like? A. Oh, okay. So they're getting straight A's. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Okay. She's a very competitive person and she gets really upset when and she gets really upset about it whenever I bring up my results or as of now, anything that has to do with uni. She does not get aggressive or anything, but she gets really sad. She has a lot of doubts about herself, which is reinforced by her parents not really believing that she can get into one of the top universities for free. I think the best analogy for U.S. is free scholarship, but for us, it's like if you pass your exams really good, the government pays you for your education and you don't have to pay anything or work it back. It's really hard, though. Oh, so like U.S., a scholarship is more like it's kind of like gifted to you, I'd say. I don't really think like... Well, this system is way better, honestly. I mean, their system's way better than ours. Way better. Like, you have to like apply for spon- for scholarships. Like, you yeah. don't you don't just get it because you did really well. Like Sometimes. You, sometimes they offer them. Really? Yeah. If you have really good test scores, too, and, and a school wants you, they will send you like, yeah, we want you, and here's some scholarships to hopefully make your decision us rather than oh but like the government's not like oh you did really good no i mean that's amazing (laughs) and i honestly think if the u.s had that maybe the school systems would be a little better but go off okay um so she gets really sad and i think she may be depressed because of the constant pressure of the school her parents especially her mother who compares her to me on a regular basis basically shaming her like Blah blah is such a good guy, so hard. Oh, so he's male. Is such a good guy, so hardworking. Unlike you, sitting all day doing nothing. He's going to dump you. And pressure she puts on herself to beat me and everyone around her in education. I really don't want her to be upset about such trivial matters. What is there to get upset about? Get it together. Prepare for your exams. Forge your own path with no regard to who to however I'm doing. At least don't compare yourself to me in a negative way. But. Alas, I'd like Ooh. to know <laughs> what that sentence went off. I, I have something to say, but go ahead. <laughs> I'd like to know if any of you fellow Redditors encountered such a problem when someone was kind of jealous of you, but it didn't hurt you, but them. And how did you deal with it? I just want happiness for this girl or at least minimize the suffering. Well, this is a lot to unpack, but OK, multiple facets to this one if she's so stressed out about this and you are her partner in life, why are you also not helping her? Like, if you guys are in the same classes and doing the same things, like, why are you guys not studying Especially because you're one year above. Like, you already went through all of it. Yeah. You so, can help her even more. And you 
I don't know if you like love this girl, but you're obviously together with her. So it's They've been together for a little less than a year. So by then, probably starting to feel the feelings of love, if not have already said, I love you. Yeah, but like you should have genuine care. And if you see that she's struggling through this, like why are you not offering your help or assistance? But then part of me thinks that this man does love that he's looking so high on his horse that even the Mm. parents are like, oh, she needs to do better. She needs to do better. And part of me is like, is she really that jealous of you? Or are you just all the time gloating and like just being so, I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I'm going to get this free scholarship. What are you doing? That's like how I'm starting to feel. Like at first I was like, okay, this is sad. But then it's like, you kind of sound like you are the one on the high horse and are you paying attention to what you're saying to her? Like, are you gloating too much about yourself that it's internalizing her to feel less than? Yeah, it's kind of like, and the reason why, and I know why you're feeling this way is because that one comment about being like, what's there to get upset about? Get it together, prepare for your exams, forge your own path, blah, 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 blah. It's like, where's your empathy? Yeah, like where where is your empathy? And she's obviously trying to forge, but if she's already in her head about this, she needs somebody who's going to be loving and caring. And I'm not asking this person to baby her, but if she's already getting this pressure, like you said, from her mom, she's already down about herself. She needs somebody to say, hey, it's good. Everything's going to be okay. What can I help you with? How can we get you out of your head and doing this, that, and the third? And we also don't know much about her. Like what if... she does have some type of like learning disabilities like ADD or ADHD or something that like dyslexia yeah dyslexia like it doesn't have to be super major but we don't know what the struggle is and I'm sure it's a lot of pressure on her but also are you just going around like and why aren't you you're not mentioning how you're supporting her and what in any capacity there's no like and when her mom says this I say this and you know I try to help blah 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 blah. there's none of that he just sounds so conceited when he's like oh her mom always says that I'm such a good guy and I'm this and that it's like okay maybe you are and it's like why are you even telling us yeah but why does that matter in your story (laughs) yeah why does that anything to do with what we're talking about here it and I'm all for like yes like I want you to share these great moments and of course you should be so happy and proud about them but then I think that there comes to a point where it's like like, are you going overboard with this to the fact that maybe it's being thrown in, in her face? Plus, if you're a year older and you're going off to university before she is, like, there's a lot going on. She's stressed about her schoolwork. She's also stressed that her boyfriend's not going to be at the same school as her anymore, you know? And who yeah. says that that university is close? What if that university is far? There's a lot going on in this girl's head as well, but you obviously seem to have some things together. Why are you not helping her? Yeah, and it's also like if the mother's acting like this now, imagine once this guy goes off to college, she's going to get even worse. She's going to be like, now he's gone to college. He's definitely going to dump you now. Yeah. You're probably not going to get into the same university because you're not as good as him. And are you saying that to her? Like, get your stuff together, pave your own path? Like, okay, thanks. Yeah, shut up. I know that I needed that, but like. (laughs) You're not helping. Nothing there is helping the situation. You're not helping. If you really loved this person and really cared about how they're going to do on their exams and wanted them to do well, you can be like, okay, let's study together. Here's what I did. Here's, you know, the books I read. If you can look at your own tests, you can say like, and this is like allowed, I'm sure because they probably change the exams every year, right? Mm -hmm. So they're probably like, well, here, look at what I, look at what passed me. Like, here's the question. Here are the kind of questions they're going to ask you and how I answered them so you can know, you know, 
what formulas to memorize so you know like I don't I don't know well like here's some here's some you know helpful hints and tricks that helped me like maybe you have some type of like acronym in your head that helps you does remember she have this. testing anxiety like totally like she how can knows? you help this poor woman like how can we I guess she's not a woman. How can we help this poor girl? Like, she needs support. She does not need yeah. you continuing to gloat and say, like, how do you deal with someone who just can't handle your own achievements? Yeah. It's like, I feel so bad for this woman, this I, girl. Exactly. Like, at this point, it's not just someone who can't deal with your achievements. And she's getting very sad. Like, she's, like, obviously yeah. in her head. And it's like, And okay. you being like, she just can't handle my success. It's like, you conceded little jerk exactly like help the girl that you're supposedly in love with you're with her because you love her right exactly you at least like her a little yeah and it's like okay I was thinking maybe they have similar grades and this that and the third and she's just upset like maybe she got a 90 and he got a 91 you know whatever but no this is very oblong like you are very off so yeah and like I had an ex who was really resentful seeing like I was doing things to take like steps forward and where I wanted to go Mm -hmm. and he felt like he was stuck where he was and felt like he wasn't progressing in the way he hoped he would be and he got really resentful of seeing that I was really happy and doing really well and blah 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 and he was you know mean about it it's not like he was feeling really sad and I was constantly trying to help him I'd be like well what do you want to do like how do you want to get there like here's the path we can take and ensure that you're following that path you know I was very supportive but he just got mean and he would just be like hitting me with like jabs like undercuts and like trying to like kind of just poke at me you know trying to be like like, you're not better than me. Even though I never said I was and I never felt like I was, he got to, like, a resentful place. Yeah. So. See, and that's different. Like, that that's is. That's different. And if, that is more how to deal with someone who's getting upset over your achievement. Yes. While your poster has nothing to do with your title. At least seems like it from the body of your question. It mm-hmm. just seems as though maybe you guys are taking it differently it's not that she's getting mad at your achievements I think it's more so that you're just like over gloating about it and you're like why is she not on my high horse at this he literally time? says she gets really sad like she's not getting aggressive like she's not upset in that way she's upset in the way of like depression so yeah and it's like maybe she's not doing the best and she knows that she's never going to be able to get into that same university that you are so then it's an extra sadness it's like okay I'm not going to be able to go to the same university I'm probably going to lose my boyfriend my mom's going to be like see I told you so my mom's going to throw it in my face mm-hmm. and I'm going to be stuck with the same problem where I'm feeling very less than and that I'm not going to be able to achieve xyz right now you're just throwing her into you're showing no support no no emotion no emotion no empathy no empathy you're not you're you're a horrible boyfriend break up with your boyfriend (laughs) there you go always the answer here's the advice for your girlfriend if you could give her this advice it's break up with your boyfriend (laughs) exactly I think both of you need therapy because she needs therapy because she's sad and depressed and has a very um, abusive mother and a crappy boyfriend. And so she needs to go therapy. You need to go therapy. Check your own issues. Check that ego. Yeah. All right. Yes. Work on that. Yes. That was not what I was expecting. That's not what I was expecting either. No. Because we hadn't read these beforehand. Mm -mm. That's just so tricky. And also, too, it's we don't know her side. So I just feel like this is kind of. That's what I feel like. I'm like. I hear her side louder than I hear his. Uh-huh. I do. Because of the way he's written it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Same. 
Well, this person does seem very selfish, so there you go. That was wild. Well, that was I'm a, a downvoted one. Yes, please. I downvoted it. <laughs> Good luck. I'm wishing more luck to the girl. I'm wishing all the luck to the girl. I feel so bad for her. I'm so sorry. And could you imagine her finding out that he's asking that type of advice on Reddit? Devastating. Uh, what he said in there, too. Oh, devastating. I would be pissed. I would start crying my eyes out because I'm working so hard to, like, try to get a good academic, like, scholarship, like, to the school I want to go to. Like, I would be crying my eyes out. And you're Plus reaching my out mom, to these? So so annoying about it like i would just i'd be done so and it's like you had to write all of that in the body like i would be so upset i would be so mad i would i would i'd be mad but the mad would come from like a true place of hurt like that would it was like you hurt me so much that i'm mad and i'm also like have you just never tried to communicate like hey what's going on you instantly are like i don't know what to do i'm gonna go to reddit you didn't ever come up with the idea of tutoring her yourself you're so smart what happened if you're so smart if you're so smart and like if you did try that mention that in the body text you're so focused on talking about how the mom thinks you're so great okay fantastic was that necessary to the story i think it might be more necessary to say i even tried tutoring her and she's still so sad yeah just sounds a little narcissistic, a little like glowy, a little, a little, maybe a lot, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, that was all for today. It well, was some good ones. Very interesting. Yeah, those are good. This is actually super fun. Well, this is a good chitty chat. This is a very good chitty chat. Very good chat. And if you guys are going through similar things, I wish you all the best. Maybe we helped you guys. And if these Reddit listeners are listening and we came across yours. Break up with your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, because I'm bored. (laughs) Um, I hope you got something from this. And yeah. Best of luck to y'all. Also, the chef man. I'm just saying. You're not trying hard enough. (laughs) She just had to go back. All right. Well, this was fun. This was a great time. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye.